Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
me more, folks. This is so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan. This is your Monday episode, <clears throat> the Pop Culture Roundup with Sophie. We'll talk about a couple of things before we get to that. Remember to use the timestamps if you want to skip right ahead. Um, how is everybody doing? Was everybody's weekend good? Um, this is interesting. I, I started off the mashup with a, a slow Britney jam uh, with Amy Winehouse, and then you had to move it into a fast-paced uh, Gimme More mixed with uh, Dead or Alive and Justice, which is Justice amazing i don't know if you guys you if you don't know justice you got to look him up amazing uh dj duo how's everybody i just realized though this is that part this is sunday night it's like well it's monday morning it's 12 24 a.m right now and it's this it, it's this part of the night where everything is still not crazy because i don't know i think you guys are probably a lot like me is that monday it just starts and I do not see the light of day until Friday. So you just kind of like hang on because there's so much shit the week throws at us. And uh, I, I'm just kind of like enjoying these last couple of moments. I mean, obviously, I'm still working. But these last moments where you're getting all these things thrown at you and you're forgetting everything and you're trying to do just make it through each day. Uh, so mainly my whole point is uh, you, you you guys got me. I, I believe in you. You got this. Um Let's see. Let's get uh, some business out of the way. If you're a Patreon member, hello, baddies. I just did like an hour and a half Q&A episode. These things are turning out to be a lot like therapy. Uh, I got some really good questions that have really made me question my existence. No, no, <laughs> One question was so great. They asked me, what would I apologize to my parents for? Um, Bill and Becky Bailey, like that they don't know yet. And what would they, and the girl was like, you can say here on the Patreon episode and we'll, you can practice before telling your parents. And I was like, what do you, I mean, I was like, oh my God, I, I killed a man. And I don't know. I mean, I was like, but it was, I never even thought some of these questions I never even thought about. So go join the Patreon. It's like five bucks a month if you want. And there's like access to 200 episodes that you don't get here. And we're starting a new series pretty soon on there. And I believe we will be recapping uh, anyway, anyway, so uh, go join up over there, and we do lives over there. We'll be doing a live pretty soon for all the Patreon members again. So great stuff over there, and thank you to all the Patreon members that put in questions. That was awesome. Uh, also, these are all the plugs. My new podcast for iHeartRadio and Cloud 10 called What the Kids Are Watching with me and my co-host Natalie Poucher is out. It was out on Friday at the first two episodes. And that first episode that we did is the like pretty much the first time I talked to Natalie. I didn't know Natalie before that first episode. And I was kind of like, and it's, I just can't wait for you guys to hear future episodes because we've done a handful of them and they just keep getting better and better. So it's where we rewatch like a kid show. Like we did Paw Patrol, Bluey, Booba, and we're, we have a whole, we have a list of like 800 kid shows that we'll be covering one episode of, but she has a daughter and we talk about parenting we talk about, you know, what'll make me have a kid eventually one day, if I'll have a kid eventually one day. Um, and it's, uh, it's not as dirty as this pod folks. Cause this pod is X rated. That's right. Bad boy of podcasting, talking, sexy talk, talking, dirty talk language. That's what I'm talking about. Um, so go support over there. Leave a five-star review. If you like it, this is new. So it's like building uh, up a new podcast is one of those things. I really, I, I, um, I just take pride in my work. It's I think the first time in my life I 
have. So I really wanted to do good, and I really enjoy um, hosting this with Natalie and all the people over at Cloud10 have been really great with this in terms of the production team and stuff. Okay, so that's that, that, that. And also leave a five-star review for this podcast. Oh, my God. Do you know, I say this all, but you know how douchey I feel promoting myself. I hate it. So I wish I could just have a hype man or woman just surround, like, you know, and like, like rap to, you know, like rappers, they'll always have like a hype man. Like, yeah, yeah, give it up. You know, like I want a hype man or a woman to follow me around and just shout me out. Like, yo, you got to listen to Ryan's new podcast. Leave five stars. Like, I hate doing it with a passion. And it is, and I'm also trying to work on saying I'm sorry because I say it all the time. And I just, there's, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to break that habit. <laughs> like, I'm always, I just feel, feels gross. Anywho. Okay. But I'm a man, you guys. Uh, so YouTube, we're all, all over on YouTube. We keep adding videos every week. Uh, so go subscribe over there. If you want to see the new mustache in action, that's the place. Hot stuff. Um, let's see. Tonight, I went and saw Moulin Rouge, the musical. Uh, my friend Jocelyn invited, had free tickets. And I have pretty much grown up with, I mean, since college, Jocelyn and then Amanda and Sarah Hubber, their two sisters that I've been friends with since, God, I mean, since I was 18 or 19 uh, for Amanda and Sarah. And then Jocelyn was, I mean, it's been a long time that we've been friends and I've seen, you know, kids from them, marriages, uh, you know, splits, them buying houses, me going to live in their houses, me, I mean, just so many things, so many, so much of life we've experienced together. And I didn't really get to see them so much during the pandemic, just a handful of times over the last couple of years. And so I said, yes, when I got invited and, uh, listen, Moulin Rouge, the movie, I don't know if you guys, I've been, I talk about this experience I've been having lately, you guys, where, all of these things are in my face that happened like 20 years ago, but they feel like it's just yesterday. And how I process time is through pop culture, you know, because I'm like, oh, yeah, I saw uh, Moulin Rouge a couple of years ago in the movie theater. I'm like, no, idiot, you fucking saw it like 22 years ago in a movie theater. And you're like, oh, my God, when did they did they make a musical at the same time? They made like the I guess musical came out in 2018 and it won a bunch of Tonys. It was good. It was good. It, the Pantages Theater is such a huge theater and it was like crazy. And I had to wear a mask the whole time. And it had been a while since I'd worn a mask for hours at a time, but it was fine. And it was just so interesting to see musical theater performers doing big dance numbers. And I loved it because they mashed up all the songs like they did in the movie, but they have a bunch of new songs. So they added like Beyonce songs. And I mean, it was it was cute. It was, you know, it was all right. The love story is like so so for me in terms of the musical, but it was a lot of fun. And I forgot what a geek I am for. Th- I know you're like, no. Hey guys, big surprise. Ryan likes musical theater. No shit. <laughs> but it was also just great to see them and catch up. And and it is just, I, I just keep tripping out about the passage of time. I don't know if you guys do that. And for anybody young, listen, all, all of Sophie's crew listening, you guys are going to get there one day and it is going to knock you off your coal mining asses. I swear to you, it's, it's just wild. And I was, I was thinking about this all weekend of just like how my parents... You know, they have a couple more decades that they had lived, uh, you know, before me. And they have that experience, which I don't. And I'll have a couple more. Um, I don't know. I 
I was thinking too much about age this weekend. I've been thinking about it so much lately. It's so wild. And there's just so many feelings of like, my God, I thought that just happened yesterday. And now I'm seeing these things where it's like 20 years later and you're like, my God, or like a piece of music or a song. You're like, oh, that just came out. No, came out 20 years ago. I don't know any lesson that I can derive from that. I'm still trying to think about it, and that's why I'm talking about it out loud. So possibly uh, something will hit me, or maybe you guys will be able to lead me in the right direction. Uh, Okay. Um, Also, I was on a podcast on Friday, uh, Bravo and Blaze, uh, it's called, with Jenny. And it was great. It was excellent. It was really great. Uh, I got to talk, you know, we talked Bravo, of course, but we talked about, you know, my past, uh, you know, my divorce, my, I mean, it was really good. She was like another kind of form of therapist. And I love guesting on other people's pod because I don't have to edit. And Jenny was awesome. She was like, she's a real go-getter, man. Like she was telling me all these plans she has. I was like, wow, I wish I was like, I was like, can you manage me? My God, it was, she was very impressive. And then she released like 10 minutes of like bonus footage on the podcast I saw today. And she put a clip up and it was talking about me doing mushrooms at the Tom Sandoval concert. And I didn't purposely mean to do mushrooms. I thought I was microdosing because it was so, it was dry January. So I was like, want to be a little loose. And I'm like the idiot that's like, doesn't realize like, you know, don't do mushrooms if you want to be a little, and I don't know what microdosing really is. I just read a bunch of articles on it, and you guys are like, "Oh my god, this guy's crazy," and probably a little bit sure. But I'm not somebody that goes around and does mushrooms all the time. So this was just an idiot. This was back in January. I, I've told you guys this on the pod for new people. Hi, I, I'm Ryan, and uh, I did it, and it was just the weirdest experience because all of a sudden, like, I realized I am way, way gone, and I was standing behind Sheena, Shay, and Brock. And I felt like I was watching a TV show and it was like, it was not good. It was like an episode of Vanderpump Rules I didn't want like. So I was just like, this is crazy. And I just like stood there. I was just like, I couldn't move. I, I was like, this is a mess. And then it got to a point where I was just grabbing people and apologizing. Like, you know, just, I'm sorry, I'm on mushrooms. Like I told Ariana, like we had a conversation and then she walked away and I realized I don't think I made any sense on that conversation. And then I went to text her and my phone was all like moving around and like weird visuals. And I said, and I finally was, I was like, Ariana, I'm on mushrooms. Sorry for conversation. And she was like, oh my God, I had no clue. And I was like, that's wild that you had no clue. I think I was like dripping sweat. And I love the thought that Ariana probably thinks like, oh, that's his norm, just dripping sweat. (laughs) So I guess the moral of the story is don't do mushrooms at Tom Sandoval. The other moral is, um, don't, I put that clip up cause I always like to share anything that somebody's posted about me or try to, at least I put that up there. And then I realized my mom fucking, she watches all my Instagram stories and I'm just praying to God that she did not listen to the, the Instagram. Cause you know, it's like, listen, I know I'm a grown man and stuff, but I don't want to go, you know, like my, I don't think my mom understands even. Uh, I'm sharing too much with you guys as always ridiculous. You guys, I hate you guys, what you make me do. Uh, let's see what else, uh, did I want to talk about before we get to Sophie? Um, oh, this, yeah, I wanted to send a huge thank you to the folks over at sprinkles. Uh, you know, sprinkles, you eat the sprinkles cupcakes. My God, that's like that. Their deal. That is like. That's like heaven and sugar. Like it is just, it's wild. Um, But I was so lucky because uh, somebody that works over um, at Sprinkles, 
which is, uh, this was just beyond cool. Uh, Mary, who works over at Sprinkles, sent uh, a big box of, because she knew I had Brooklyn from listening to the pod, my dog, and I still do, and um, she sent over dog cupcakes, and then she sent me cupcakes, and she put my, uh, she found pictures of me and Brooklyn, my dog, and put them on the cupcakes. Like, I was the coolest, I've never had my face put on any kind of thing that I could eat. I was and I, then now I'm just like that's all I want to eat now is just things with my face on it. It was just truly incredible. So Mary, if you're listening, thank you so damn much. And it was so funny because she sent me six cupcakes. She said I would have sent you more, but I know you're working out with that trainer now. And I was like, you're right. And that's and Mary. Thank you for looking. Thank you for saving me from myself. That is because once you get going into a cupcake or just any food for that matter, it's just. Man, I'm, and I had to lock those cupcakes. I mean, I, I really had to practice self-control not to eat a whole six brownies. I mean, six cupcakes. I, any, anyway, so thank you, Mary. Extremely amazing. I, I, I thought that was the coolest thing. If I could have told my, you know, 14-year-old self that someday you would have your face on a cupcake and they would send you free cupcakes, I think I would have been like, holy shit, you're the president of the United States. That's amazing. Um, So thank you. Uh, Also, uh, a friend of the pod, Christina Ariel, who has been on this show just a couple of months ago, and she's just amazing, so inspiring to me. And she had her her baby uh her baby zoe was born uh this last week and healthy happy uh the family looks amazing on instagram and i just wanted to give a huge shout out because i just think that is the coolest thing and it's especially cool when you know these people a little bit and you're like damn that's gonna be a cool kid man like that would be an exciting household to see how everything turns because there's just some people that you're just like oh man amazing very cool. Um, so congrats, congrats to Christina. Um, let's see what else. Okay. So I wanted to talk a couple of things. First off, Kim Kardashian, not in regards to the Pete Davidson thing, but she was celebrating Kylie's 25th birthday on that yacht. And you, did you guys see the video a couple of days ago of her taking the shot and she couldn't take it down. She spit it immediately out in a glass, which is like, yeah, only monsters like me know how to throw down a shot. But she threw it down. The thing I want to talk about, though, and I want everybody to hear, this is very important, is I want everybody to look at that and see at the way her face does not move. So she takes a shot. She's like, ah! And you know, like, normally like me or anybody, like, you're like you scratch up your face, like, ah! She tries, and her face is like cement and cannot withstand movement or emotion of any sort. So the it's the eeriest thing in the world. And this is like, I watch this shit way too much, you guys, where I'm like, wind it back, rewind it back. I kept because I was like, oh, it's fascinating. Her face literally doesn't move. And I will say, everybody's like, you know, oh, it's aspirational to look like Kim. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. But at the same time, on the other hand, the negative aspect is you cannot move your face in any sort of way. Like, it was alarming where I was like, it just, I'm trying to think of how, it's like a rubber band that usually stretches and it should stretch, but it just doesn't stretch. 
And so eventually what I think happens to that is there has to be some kind of internal explosion. Like it's like next time Kim does a shot, her head explodes. I just thought it was the weirdest thing. Also, Kim Kardashian posted this today. And I just, I swear to God, you guys, I'm, I don't know if you're like me. I'm so desensitized. I am so desensitized. Me and Sophie talk about Kylie's 25th and the, you know, the birthday gifts and all this stuff. But Kim, uh, 13 hours ago, posted these photos of her in a bikini with like camo boots and she's like ripped, you know, you can see how good of shape she's in. And the new thing also, it's not new, but it's like, it's like, I love when they do shitty photos. They're like bad lighting, kind of grainy. And it's like, they've probably paid a million dollars to get somebody to shoot them grainy. And it's like, Hey, I'm just hanging out. And the caption is, I do my own heavy lifting. Cause she's like around a gym. And I'm like, oh, cool. Congrats. Like, also, Kim is just the her trying to write Instagram captions. I don't even think it's really her. It just cracks. I do my own heavy. Like, oh, it's so witty. Ha ha. Amazing, Kim. That's truly special. That whole thing you've done. Amazing. Uh, So congrats to to Kim on all of that. I am just so decent. I know we're supposed to think of these people as sexy and we're like so desirable. And I just, I've seen Kim so much that I don't find her desirable at all. Like anymore. Like I don't even, I'm just like, oh yeah, there she is. Cool. Still. Yeah. Got a flat tummy. Amazing. Like (laughs) truly amazing. Cool. Good. Good for you. Moving on. Um, Also, this was great. Did you see uh, I was on Comments by Celebs page and they posted uh, Dana Wilkie. And I just talked about this last week. Maybe it was on the Friday Beverly Hills episode. I just talked about that rumor about Dorit and uh, Mauricio. And I said, you know, it's such a ridiculous thing that there's just no way I ever. Or you know what? Maybe I talk about that in the guest with Tuesday that I had recorded last week. I don't know. I think maybe, I don't know. I don't know where, but I talked about it a couple days ago and I was just like, I think that rumor, there's like a rumor that they've like hooked up and you're like, I've seen like, it's like conspiracy theorists where you're like, they're too familiar with each other. Something, you know, I love when people are too familiar with something. They've got to be banging. There's got to be penis into vagina. There's got to be. I love that. There's no other. I love that. And I, I never get, I'm, I, nobody ever sees me hug somebody. who's like, he's definitely nailing her. Like nobody's ever done that to me in my life. But Mauricio, anybody Mauricio touches is like, you know, he's banging that. You know? I also love that that's my voice for like girls talking to each other. You know, they're banging, bro. You know it. Uh, anywho, uh, I'm trying to find the post because I just thought, oh, it's on comments by Bravo. Um, Dana Wilkie po- reposted this meme and it was like a movie poster of the old movie An Affair to Remember. And it was like Mauricio Omansky, Dorit Kimsley, star in An Affair to Remember. It's not even that good of a meme. Like, it's not that. Regardless, Dana goes, the fans can't stop talking about this. Thoughts? And then credit. Oh, it's Karen Huger's wig, which I like them. Uh, And really good on YouTube, Karen Huger's wig, actually. But, you know, it's based on that rumor. And I just, you know, it's silly. You laugh off most room, you know, like. And Dana, you know, Dana does her thing. I like Dana. Dana, you know. Dana likes to throw shit out there, but these dang Beverly Hills ladies don't respond, but Dorit did respond. And I just feel like something like Teddy Mellencamp went after Dana last year. And I just think 
sometimes it's like, okay, it feels good in the moment. And everybody's like, oh, you just got served and all that stuff. But it's like, girl, you didn't need to respond. You know how many stupid, silly memes there are out there? But this is what Dorit said, you guys. Is something wrong with you, woman? This is to Dana Wilkie underneath her uh, post. Or are you just, or let me do it in Dorit's. Is something wrong with you, woman? Or are you just miserable in your life? You have nothing better to do. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. You're definitely one of the thirstiest people I've ever seen. I guess it's just as simple as that. And then she'd put the emoji of the, the lady with her shul- shrugged shoulders. Kyle and Mao, Mauricio, are our friends. And my kids call them uncle and auntie. Do you think this is okay for my kids to see when it's a disgusting lie? By the way, three, why why are your kids even following Dana Wilkie in the first place if that's what you're saying? Like, how are they, are they just scrolling on the For You page and then like Dana's posts and Jagger's like, no, mommy, what does this say about Uncle Mo? And like, Jagaloo, please put down that phone. <laughs> they both sound like each other because they're related, you guys. And PK's like, puta mita, we got to, wait, what? Dana Wilkie, I'm giving her an old shiv of the week. How dare her, Dana? <laughs> She's not getting a Versace belt. Um, and then she continues. If this is the only way you can make a buck, then so be it. But at least have some decency and stop trying to peddle false narratives, especially when you know there is zero truth behind it. And your whole motive is to just hurt people for no reason. It's sad, pathetic, and bound to bite you in the ass inevitably. Now, I, you know, and everybody's like, Dragger, oh my God. Like, yeah, amazing. You know, like, that's amazing. And yeah, it is offensive. But sometimes you just have to ignore things. And I almost wish she had just let this go because, you know, I don't know. I don't think this is the case with Dana, but like people do want attention. So if that is Dana's thing, then you fell right into that and you got her a lot of attention. And Dana likes to sometimes, I don't think she likes it, but Dana does get a lot of mileage out of, you know, quote unquote, being a villain, um, which I don't think she truly, I mean, I find Dana to always be super nice um, and really supportive, but I don't know. Like, I get this, but it's like, three. why don't you go to the original memer uh, and say something? And to all the people, I mean, Dree, please stay off Twitter because I've seen that same sentiment so many times that, like I said, I even mentioned it on the podcast last week where I was like, this is so, this is ridiculous. I don't think they're hooking up at all. I think we, but what I love about our fandom, I mean, I love and hate it, is that we do, we like obsess over these little moments. We almost create fan fiction around these people where we start making up like, Oh my God, what if, what if since they hugged each other a little too tight, they've got to be nailed? I mean, I love that we go that far. It really is. And it's truly mental. Like it truly is. I do that all the time. Um, but this, this time it bit Dana in the ass. I don't know if Dana's responded to this yet. I'm sure she has, but I've been gone all night. Um, so that is that I thought you guys would enjoy that little burst. Um, Let's see. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, in this, uh, we talk at the very end of this episode. Have you guys seen this new TikTok trend? And this was because uh, a friend sent this to me. 
because we've covered uh, Kyle's the Ragamuffin and uh, Twitter account sent this to me because she knows we've covered soaking in the past. And just to remind everybody about soaking, um, I love these little TikTok trends like soaking or like Bama Rush. We talk about, I don't really know the first thing about Bama Rush. And I got to tell you, I don't think I'm going to get into it. So uh, I think Heather's doing tons of stuff on Bama Rush. And I'm sure the Morning Toast Girls are. I think this is one thing I just got to stay away from because it makes me feel super creepy when I talk about sorority girls. But, uh, you know, unless somebody wants to come in and explain it to me, come on and explain it to me. Let me know. Um, But she sent me this thing. She goes, "Okay, I feel like you and Sophie need to know about this because you talked about soaking and this is just as out there. What the hell is wrong with people? And it's this TikTok video that has gone around. And it's literally this girl at the gym. And it says, babbing at the gym for the first time. You guys aren't going to believe me. And then she's in the sauna. She's like, but it worked. The vabbing worked. And me vabbing before going out. And it shows this lady reaching down into her pants, you guys. By the way, this is a family show, but maybe kick the kids out for this. Unless, you know, it's a you guys are a pro-vabbing household. Now, you're like, what is vabbing? Let me tell you. Vabbing is the new viral Gen Z trend nowadays. And it's just <laughs> vagina dabbing basically and this is all written in the tiktok basically using vaginal juices as a perfume it's long been cl- it's creepier when i whisper okay it's long been cl- claimed that scent is a big part of attraction so people have been dabbing their vaginal fluid onto all places they would usually put perfume yes on their wrists neck and behind their ears and then the, uh and then it shows this girl like putting her hand in and then like putting it all like on her you know neck and wrists and all of this stuff and this is she did this before going out and then so i just found out about vabbing which is when you use your vava juice as an eau de perfume basically it's trending and it's basically when you dab wherever you would dab perfume I'm truly worried about people, man. Like, we really don't have long as a species. Like, there's just no... And by the way, if aliens... Like, everybody's talking about aliens all the time now. If aliens come down and catch one of us babbing or soaking, they're like, this is too wild. We do not need this. Like, we're like, we'll we'll go to another planet because this is just too weird. Like, I swear to God, there's no way aliens even want to come here anymore. But that's off topic. Um, This ain't a good vacation spot anymore, (laughs) But literally, uh, you'll, I, I, I talked to Sophie about this at the end of uh, our segment today, and uh, we're not as hyped on vabbing as soaking, but I do want to alert you guys out there. And you guys are probably, but then I, I thought this was completely ridiculous, but then I go and tell my girlfriends tonight, and they're like, no, that, that actually does work sometimes. And I'm like, what the, f- what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You can't just go, uh, just damn, people are just wild out there. It's not, uh, I watched Real Housewives of Atlanta because I'm going to be on the uh, Betches podcast this week and we're going to talk Atlanta. And I've watched all season of Atlanta, even though I don't fully cover it here. But I will say, I really enjoyed tonight's episode. Uh, they're visiting uh, Sonia's uh, homeland and she showed her all these spots. I just, there's something about these ladies, even when it's not the most dynamic season ever, they're just so damn fun to watch. And I, Candy, I just, I mean, you, Candy is just over it sometimes, but she's over it in the most entertaining way. And her and Marlo, that relationship is just wild. And the way, I don't know, but she just, I I, I really just do love Atlanta. 
Um, so I can't wait to talk about that on the, uh, the mention it all betches podcast. Uh, I think we're going to do that tomorrow, but I just wanted to say, remind everybody to keep watching it because I think it is excellent. I, I truly think it is just a really good show. Uh, Meditza sent me this earlier, Mr. Jax Taylor. We talked about him on Thursday or Friday in regards to his spawn con that he's not getting paid for that he just does out of the goodness of his own heart, which is just wild. Um, today in his stories, I don't follow him or I'm blocked, whatever, Who, but Meditza does, I guess. And Jax posted this on his story and it says, Scotland to become first country in the world to provide free period products and it's a sign of like it's like a you know a little article that he cut out and with like tampons and then jacks added i've had this conversation many times with female friends makes zero sense to me and i was like wow jacks is really going for the female vote lately he truly is and like i gotta say once again i kind of agree with jacks i think we should give out free i mean like Seriously, and is there like big period, like big pharma, where it's like the the tampon companies are trying to keep you know? Anyway, that's another thought. But I just Jax Taylor's. I it almost makes me want to get a fake account just to follow Jax because it seems like this is just it's endlessly entertaining. I'm just truly shocked at the things that are sent to me that this man is still posting. And also, either way, it works. If he's just completely faking and trying to kiss ass of women, that's kind of funny in its own way. But if he's completely serious. It's also kind of fun and interesting because you're like, wow, Jax is fine. Like, you know, Jax, obviously lover of women, you know, cheated on many of them, but amazing. I mean, what he is doing uh, for you ladies out there. I just thought that was really inspiring for me and I wanted to mention it. Um Okay, today we talk everything. We talk Michelle Branch's arrest. We talk Anne Heche, rest in peace. We talk about what we watched this weekend. We talk about Britney Spears. We talk about Kylie and her birthday. We talk about Vabbing. We talk about Beverly Hills. Uh, the last thing uh, before we get into Sophie that I wanted to mention is uh, Lisa Rinna. Uh, we will, I'll probably play the entire clip on Friday's Beverly Hills recap, but they do this thing, this never before, never before seen footage thing where they release clips of things that were edited out of the show and sometimes they fold them into the rewatch episode right before the new episode uh, and they'll add a couple scenes that we haven't seen and always these scenes are great where i'm like why is this not on the show is just cut for time like guys i'll watch an hour and 15 minute episode you like there's nothing like we gotta get a tight 60 minute episode i'm like no make it loose like i don't need Listen, do you see what I'm doing with my life? I don't need things tight. Like, I, my show is not tight. Come on. Let me see all of it. I don't need to be, like, I don't need to be finding these things on Twitter last minute. But basically, it was that scene last week uh, from, like, two weeks ago at Lisa's for the Rena Rosé tasting. And, you know, when Rena like, literally popped, like, all her neck veins of, like, I will cut you! And, like, freaking out on Sutton. There was also a scene that was cut where Rena admits that Harry Hamlin did not give a shit that Garcelle um, and the Bolognese, the Bolognese, Harry's Bolognese, Rena admits that Garcelle did text Harry and then Harry didn't care at all, which I told you guys last week. He was on, I remember him being on Watch What Happens Live a year or so ago and him saying he didn't even know what Andy was asking him about in regards to the Bolognese. And 
I mean, Rinna truly uses Harry Hamlin as a complete scapegoat. I mean, the man has been blamed or brought into everything. And I find it so interesting for somebody that's like, we don't talk about the husband. Don't you ever come for my husband, but I will continually blame him and make him a scapegoat for everything that I've done and everything people do to it. Like, it is wild. I mean, this is why we don't even, Harry goes on solo camping trips because he's just like, I'm tired of being, I'm tired of being brought into this. I'm barely on the show. I mean, but it is just, and then to cut that scene is so weird to me. And people were like, Bravo and Andy don't want us to see this. And I'm like, guys, it's another thing, like chill out with those kind of opinions because that's just not true. They wouldn't have released it at all. You know what I'm saying? They put it in the never before seen footage, which means we all have access to it, which means I'm talking about it. And so I'm sure are other people. So that's not it. Bravo doesn't like Bravo's not like we've got a mastermind. I like, yeah, I'm sure Andy definitely likes other housewives more than other housewives. But I mean, I do think they do cut weird shit for time. And I think if you added that scene in, in the course of that episode, you completely completely steer it in a different direction and you would have to back and and even though i find that a completely interesting direction it would bring in something that we would then have to go and do another flashback and show that scene with garcelle and lisa and harry and all of that stuff so you would then like add probably four to five more minutes just for that one comment i love that they released to it to it but i don't think there was some conspiracy in not showing us that because they would have just not shown it at all they would have just left it on the floor and we would not have been the wiser but it does make me wonder how much we don't see and because that really paints things really differently too because it just makes rena out to be even a bigger liar and she just pulls shit out of thin air and we've always suspected that. We've always said that kind of, but it's weird to get confirmation because, and she's always just apologizing. I'm sorry. I, I made up. I'm sorry. I made up that stuff. It's so crazy. And it's like, what are you doing, man? I just don't like things that aren't fair. Like if you lie, things aren't fair then. Like you're not on a level playing field because you then just make up shit that's just not true. You know, like you just use something else as an excuse instead of actually telling the truth that Lisa Rinna is the one that's jealous and mad of like pretty much everything. But anyways, watch that clip. I'll probably put it in Friday's episode, the full thing. We'll talk about it more, but I wanted to mention it because I saw it over the weekend. I just thought it was just wild. Uh, Okay, you guys, here she is, Sophie. This is, I really had a great conversation with Soph on this one. And we talked about, because we we started talking about some personal things and like some opinions about documentaries. And we talked a lot about like uh, the rehearsal, Nathan Fielder's show that I'm obsessed with. And I talked about that even more on the Patreon episode that I put out today. I'm just upset. And I, I, I kind of want to do a full on Nathan Fielder episode on the rehearsal, but I just don't know if it's, if people would even be into that, but I really would love, I, I'm just so obsessed with it. You know, it's bad when I start looking for merchandise from these people. Okay. Any guys. I love you. I'm going to stop right now, but we've got like Tuesday's episode is massive. We've got an interview and a recap is going to be massive. So prepare yourself. It's going to be a week of big shows. Also, like I said, once again, go support what the kids are watching. Uh, my new podcast with cloud 10 and iHeart radio. You can leave a five-star review and just hit subscribe on Spotify or Apple podcasts. And I truly appreciate it. I will totally pick you up from the airport in exchange sometime when you really need it. Of course, that's if you live in this area. And I prefer you to fly into Burbank just because it's easier to get to instead of LAX. Okay, have a great week, you guys. We got this. I will talk to you again on Tuesday. Um, Thank you so much. Bye.
You guys, welcome to your week. Uh, it is an all-new week, and we're celebrating on So Bad It's Good with a pop culture roundup. Uh, you know her, you love her, a pop culture connoisseur, uh, a writer. Uh, I mean, so, I mean, you could say so many things, obviously. I was actually just reading her Substack this morning, and I was crying when I actually asked her a couple questions because uh, I was cracking up. But you guys got to check out her Substack because I look forward to it every week now. Uh, the one, the only, from the podcast, So True with Sophie Ross, Sophie Ross. Welcome back to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> um, I was, you guys, so I get the Substack and the, 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 the title of it is who told Nick Vile he's qualified to give relationship advice for a living. Now I don't want to give, I don't want to blow Nick Vile up too much because we do talk to him, talk about him a little bit, but I didn't realize he has a book coming out about yep. like, don't text your, use don't text your ex happy birthday is the title of the book. Yep. It's called don't text your ex happy birthday. And it's Amazing. like dating advice. It's like, he's modern day. He's just not that into you. It's like, I just don't understand what authority Nick Vile, ha like, why is he? Because he, he was a he was on The Bachelor. That, that's yeah, authority, right? He failed right there. every single time, yeah. and now he has he's abs. Twenty three year old, like, I just I can't with him. I can't with him. And then New York Times, actually, that piece. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. You okay? You got in the article in the subject. You said uh, New York Times did an article on it. it. Was like a puff piece, almost like a paid for advertisement. What right. did you mean by that? It just, it was like pure PR. It was pure PR. But at the same time, I feel like the writer who wrote the story, like low key hated him. Like there were all of these like random like digs in there that were like funny. So go read that article, I guess. And he says that he's been compared to Ryan Reynolds so many times in his life. Like, excuse me? Who? Who? <laughs> He's like, in my mind, I've compared myself to Ryan Reynolds so many yeah, times. Yeah, it's like he's the only one who's who's compared. I, compared to Ryan. I will tell you, though, like coming like he was at the acting studio that I worked at. And I've said this before, yeah. but I just really he didn't get like the best you know, glowing acting reviews. I think he's still, but a lot of these people, they go on The Bachelor and then they think they can act or they they have all of a sudden all these opportunities, you guys. And he was, uh, yeah, he, you know, these people put work in, like they show up to class and rehearse and stuff, but sometimes people just don't have it. And I think Nick Vile was probably actually better than most of the Bachelor contestants, but all of a sudden they get to, they get to audition for like pilots and TV episodes. And one time I did sell Nick Vile a tear stick, which is the menthol stuff you can put yep. under your eyes and it'll start the tear ducts. And it's like an actor's trick. So in an audition, you can put that. And I remember, so, and I was like, what audition does Nick Vile have to cry in? Or is he doing that in his real life? Like for women, like he's like, oh, lighting women. please sleep oh. with me. Remember that TikTok? And I linked this in my Substack, but the TikTok where he's like, let's play a game of, uh, does he actually <laughs> like you or not? And it was like, he was like, <sighs> <laughs> That's a great, by, by the way, I didn't know you did character voices this whole time. Oh. I know. Oh, I'm such a good impersonator. <laughs> he was like, he takes you on vacation. He doesn't, you're not his girlfriend. He just likes having sex with someone. It's always more fun to have sex with someone on vacation. Like, shut up. <laughs> 
I know we like have ranted about him before, like the same rant, but like, he's fun he to really rant about though. I mean, like he's fun. Oh my God. And someone like replied to my tweet with the article. They were like, who hurt you? Like, I feel like people think that it really is like my hatred for him is like so intense. It's because it is like, <laughs> I find him. I thought you were going to say it's so- not, it's just, he's fun to write about, but you're actually my, your hatred no, is intense. Like I actually despise him. I find him so triggering. And like, I know that it's like irrational at times. Is it because you said like, in your article, is it because the fuck boys that used to try to get with you in, in I just in feel New like it, he plays into this culture of like making women feel stupid. It's like very misogynistic, his advice, while never denouncing like the kind of bad behavior that men, like the manipulation, like the fact that they're taking a girl on vacation and he's like, you're still not his girlfriend. It's like, wait, like, I don't know. He just like freaking pisses me off. Like, I just think that he's so cocky. He's so like condescending and patronizing and it's like what authority do you have he has like the most inflated ego i can't it makes no sense it's very irrational i know but like i just find you would say it's irrational but there's there's actual reasoning there is a type of man that does this kind of stuff that actually participates in this behavior and then i mean this is kind of like what i hate about influencer culture too is that they participate in this behavior and then they try to make money off it by telling you how to avoid it but you know this person has continually done this kind of behavior again and again and that's why he does know without a doubt because he's usually speaking from personal experience i do want to know if he met his young girlfriend at a game night though like dan and Kelsey uh, that Dane we talked Cook. about last week. Yeah, Dane, remember because they're the game nights. I want to know so if like Nick Vile was at one of those game nights and like it's just they're giving away 17-year-olds at these things, I you hate know? that I know this, but I think that she slid into his DMs and then I think, and this is Nick Vile, not Dane Cook. He She slid into his DMs, I guess, and they were like just like hooking up and he was like, no, I'm like not that into you. Like, whatever. And then she started going on other dates. And then he was like, no, I actually do want to be exclusive with you. It's like, he just like makes no sense. Like his advice, he's like, no, that guy isn't that into you. And he did the same thing with his girlfriend where he like what straight up wasn't into her for like eight months or something or acted like it and then got jealous. And, you know, well, I was thinking so the tactic that she potentially used if she used it. And if Nick says it's a tactic down the line is kind of, I was thinking about uh, Shep and uh, uh, Taylor uh, from Southern Charm, yep. Taylor was on Watch What Happens Live on Thursday night after the new episode of Southern Charm where they did a dog wedding. Congrats, Southern Charm. Um, is that, she, you know, she admitted she was, uh, you know, they are broken up and they did split up and that she was the one that did it. And Andy even said, oh, you, sh- you know, like who else would you like on Bravo? And she said uh, they went with like Tom Schwartz, which I think would be, you know, no way in hell of happening for so many reasons. But I was wondering if this is, in your opinion, a tactic that she is being told to use of like, do the like, you know, so you can get him back eventually and start talking about dating, getting yourself out there. Is this an actual tactic or is that complete bullshit? I didn't watch Watch What Happens Live or Southern Term Live. I actually was just watching my recording of it because I was gone Thursday. No, it doesn't hurt women in general. Is no, that a tactic? No, I know, but did she? I mean, yeah, but like, I don't know if she's interested in getting him back because what did she give the reasoning of like why she broke up with him? Was it because he didn't want to settle he, down? Yeah, he's not ready for... I mean, which by the way, it's like, it's, he screams that he's not ready for that, right, duh. but 
I, I, I don't know. It just seemed like very weird. Cause I thought, you know, in a lot of these things, I'm like, well, why would like Southern charm is such a weird show for me right now. Cause I'm like, well, why would Taylor come back without Shep to the show? Like, do I mean, like, we don't know enough about Taylor even and in the beginning. I'm sorry. Like I'm wishing Taylor the best, but she yeah. has the personality of a piece of cardboard from what I've seen. And I know that's like me and she seems like a nice enough girl, but not interesting enough to want to watch on reality TV. So like, or, or maybe she saved, Madison. or maybe she realizes she's on TV and saves it, you know, for all you know, Madison. She's not with Austin anymore, but she's so entertaining that like, yeah, she, yeah. it makes sense for her. Like with Taylor, I'm like, she's not entertaining. But Sophie, so, that almost might mean she's like an actual great person. <laughs> like if you're not entertaining no, on reality, it's like, she's what it means. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that um, means that she's a, she's definitely a better person than Madison. I do not think that Madison is a good person, but she's amazing on reality TV. Madison! Oh, and did you Madison! see that? <laughs> uh, I can't help how my penis gets hard, Madison. You're Jeez. being crazy. You're acting like a crazy person right now. Yes, there's two girls in my bed, Madison. Where do you want them to sleep? The floor? Where do you want me? I have back issues, Madison. Sorry. Um. Okay, <laughs> I... Uh, also real quick about Southern charm is that the other girl, what's her name that, uh, had like the two couple dates with, uh, shithead, um, Olivia, Austin? Olivia. Now Olivia says they are dating and Olivia, uh, said now is against Madison and said, Madison was texting even Austin, uh, like a couple weeks ago still. And I was like, wow, Austin really worked overtime to get, this girl to get Olivia. Olivia is another one that I can't really get. Like, I can't tell if she's entertaining or a little cardboardy too, but I'm just like, what a, what a, what an interesting thing. Because in this week's episode, it gets brought up that uh, from Paige. Oh, this is what I want Paige that Sierra was in town. What if you were Paige, if this was your girlfriend, this is a situation that you saw Austin do at the summer house. Would you ever then go Austin? Let me, let me wave my friend back in your face like shark bait. Like you want to go hook up with her again? Would you ever do that to your friend seeing the pain that he caused in the first place? Um, no, absolutely not. Yes. No. Um, yeah, Paige is a shitty person. We've seen this. We've seen this. And I know people are like, I like Paige. Like, Paige <laughs> does have a lot of detractors, but she also has people that are like, I like watching Paige. I'm like, she's so loving. Oh my God, she's so annoying. And that also, like, w- the fact that she was where she like didn't know how to dress for like Charleston weather at this outdoor wedding. And she was wearing this like tiny little like pink mini dress when everyone else was like in coats and like long pants. Like, <laughs> Like, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> sorry. Wait, um, moving on. Uh, I, I have nothing. I don't know if you're into this. I'm not yet. I don't know if it's worth getting into. And also it makes me feel super creepy as an old man. It, what the, this band, we're at Bama Rush again now. I'm noticing oh, on TikTok. Is this? I haven't been keeping up with that. Okay, good. I know that's a good. thing. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm not, I, I have no information on it. I just didn't know yeah. if you did. Uh, Cause I see it going all around TikTok and I'm like, wow, it's been a year since the last Bama Rush. And then I feel always weird. Um, did you watch Beverly Hills this week? Um, yes, but I was like half paying attention because honestly, it's been so boring this season. I tweeted that and it was like randomly a controversial tweet. Wait, what? It was like controversial that I tweeted. I was like, Beverly Hills is very boring this season. Like I watch at my own leisure. 
like if I watch it all, which I always do, but I, I'll watch it later. I don't watch it live anymore. Like I used to, it used to be last season. It actually was like appointment television yeah. where I felt like I was so excited to watch it every week. And now I'm just like, what am I even watching for? Like, I just like, don't, I don't know. So like, I can't even tell you exactly what happened because it was so boring. You don't need it. See for, for me, I still love it because I think the minutia of it is so ridiculous. Like as a whole, it doesn't completely add up anymore, but there's so many ridiculous things. And the one I wanted to just highlight on the show this week is, you know, me, I love charity. I really love uh, people helping people. And I really do admire when rich people come together to help people. But I do this past oh, week, homeless, Dorit, not toothless. homeless, not toothless, you guys. I mean, come on, we can all agree. Amazing thought. And it's always amazing to do things for the less fortunate. But why would you homeless, not toothless is such a, it's like so out of touch that you think it's like a comedy movie you're watching. It's like, that's okay that they're, they don't have a home, but God forbid. I mean, and then it's sad because there really is a homeless issue in Los Angeles. And I keep now, now I'm like looking for homeless people with amazing teeth. Cause I'm going to be like homeless, not toothless. Did Dorit find you? Like, and by the way, Dorit did not come up with a name. This charity has been there forever. And also the story she told you guys is she's like, Sharon Stone came knocking at my door, which by, I'm like, Sharon Stone lives in your neighborhood and she's just knocking on random doors and like, you should do homeless, not toothless. Wild. And Melissa Etheridge. Dude, wouldn't, I wanted Melissa Etheridge to fucking like lay down, like just like hook up with every girl there. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? Cause you know, you know, she's a player. You know, she has game. Melissa oh, Etheridge yeah, definitely sure. has game. For sure. I could see her and Erica actually. Oh, well, you know, Eric, well, Erica gets a lot of dick according to Erica. So I don't know if that's her according thing. Erica, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Um, and also what is Kyle, Kyle, Anytime Kyle, there's anybody, any musical person from the 80s, 90s, or early aughts, Kyle's like, no way. Are you kidding me? Like, there's not one that she's ever been not impressed with. He was like, Boy George? (gasps) (laughs) That's what I mean, Boy George. I I love Boy George, but Kyle's like, Kyle, you're like a multimillionaire at this point. She's like, no, Melissa Etheridge. She said it like, Melissa Etheridge. Oh, I got Melissa Etheridge. And Kathy... Oh, you know, Kat, Kathy was like, who is that? Who the hell is that? And then <laughs> oh. Kathy even got in deeper after that. Yeah. Now, I had found this out from Twitter, and then I watch Watch What Happens Live, and we talked about it, you know, is that Kathy, there was a picture put up of um, uh, Lizzo, and, you know, Crystal Kung Minkoff is right next to her going, you know this one, Kathy, you know this one. And she goes, oh, oh, uh, Precious? which of course is the actress Gab, 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 Gabby Sidibe from yeah. the movie Precious. And it's a really horror. And Andy was like hor- delighted. Like you, I, I, people really was like, they were like, Kathy should be fired for this, all this stuff. But I almost kind of think like, well, what did you think? You know, the writers behind Watch What Happens Live, they had to have a mad, like the whole bit of the joke is that Kathy sucks at remembering people. Right. Like I feel it's like a real trap of a game to begin with. And Kathy should have been smart enough to be like, I just don't know it. I don't think she said it maliciously, but that doesn't matter. I also want to point out, I'm not looking at Kathy for any fucking thing and how to like view people in this world. I'm sure she is wrong in so many things, but I also kind of think like they almost wanted something like that to happen. Right. It's like, what did they expect? Honestly. And 
she did say that she, you know, she blamed it on her eyesight. We also know that she thought Garcelle was Kyle at one point last season. So, like, I don't know. I definitely don't think it was, like, malicious, but I can understand why, you know, some people are kind of outraged by it. How? I mean, how could you not be? Like, even as, like, somebody that's, like, you know, I've fluctuated in weight my whole life. Like, I even just think if I was Lizzo and I had saw somebody, like, that would have broke, that would have, like, broke me. It doesn't matter. It, break, it, it doesn't matter where you are in your life. Like, it fucking sucks that, like, how you view yourself, let alone how people view you. I mean, that really does just even hurt from that standpoint. And Kathy, I don't know. Like, I feel like I just, I I don't expect anything from Kathy. So I'm able to enjoy her in that kooky way. But, and that's what these shows to me are like complete kookiness that sometimes have examples, but I don't look to these shows to, to teach me how to treat people in life. Right. And, but the other thing is that precious isn't even a real person. Yeah, it's no, it's that, just the actress. And by the way, character. that's got to hurt the actress too. I mean, like, ugh. yeah. Um, I did want to ask your opinion on this, you guys. Uh, uh, Kevin Federline, thinking he was really doing something this week, released uh, a bunch of videos that Britney Spears and his two sons uh, recorded, I guess, secretly of Britney Spears, one in their bedroom and uh, a couple in the car. And uh, it was Britney kind of, you know, yelling and laying down the law in a couple of ways. Did you listen or see any of these, Sophie? Yeah. And it's like, yes, a mother disciplines her children. And everyone that I've, you know, come across on the Internet, I've come across a lot of anecdotes of people whose children went to school with Britney's kids. And she was always super involved. And like, and that's like not something you would expect Honestly, you know, if if your mom is a a very, very, very one of the most famous people in the world, like she was like going to PTO meetings and like PTO, PTA. She was getting PTO. She was getting time off over these meetings. She but yeah, I mean, she's an involved mother. I don't think. Yeah, it definitely backfired on him. It's like, yes, a mother is disciplining her son sometimes. Yeah, cats out of the bag. I mean, yeah. I, and listen, like, but I was even saying that, like, my mom is like such an angel. But at the same time, I, I listened to that. And I was like, dude, my mom has gone harder on me. Like when I've been a smart ass or something when I was younger, like she has gone harder on me than those videos with Britney. So I just didn't yeah. really understand. I was like, I, and I just, I don't want to chalk up to Kevin. Like we all like Kevin Federline's a douche, but maybe he's just doesn't have a lot of brain power in there thinking that that was actually something like kids do need to be. Todd assert. And I know they're already kind of fucked up because their mom's Britney Spears and all of that. And yeah, I would be embarrassed too. If my mom was like jumping around naked on Instagram, but that's what a lot of people do on Instagram, regardless of their celebrity, you know? Yeah. And also of course, Kevin Federline, like we know what his intentions are. He has been living off of her conservatorship money for the past decade. Plus him and his current wife, So it's like, yeah, of course he's pissed that the conservatorship is ending. He wants that money still. Now he has to get a job. Like, fuck you, Kevin Federline, deadbeat. I don't, and you probably, this is before your time, but there used to be a show on VH1 called Celebrity Fit Club. And I watched it every Sunday, loved it. And it was a reality show like where these kind of C-level celebrities went on this program to lose weight. And that's when you knew K-Fed was really desperate for money because he went on Celebrity Fit Club because he was out of shape and stuff. And he followed the program. He actually lost weight. But I posted a photo after this because I was like, fuck you, K-Fed. Like, remember when you did this? 
And I remember well, one girl was saying I was being like uh, uh, fat phobic or something like that. I was like, no, my whole point is, first off, I joke about everything. I even joke about myself and my weight. But at the same time, this is a man who did that, which is, you know, quote unquote, potentially embarrassing. First off, to do any reality show, let alone a contest to lose weight. But this is the man that did that for money. You know, you don't think he's going to continually do kind of weird things for money. There is plenty of evidence. And that was kind of my point in posting that of like, dude, this fucker does not. It's like Tristan Thompson in a way of like, you're not going to embarrass K-Fed because he lives in embarrassment. He is embarrassment. Just like Machine Gun Kelly's weed. He is weed. He is embarrassed. Oh, my God. I actually, I don't know where. No, this may have been like a joke. Someone was trying to manifest Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox breaking up, but I don't think he did. You, but we talked about that because you yeah. guessed it correctly, and I thought I had heard Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox were going to announce a breakup. I think they probably, I think it probably will be over soon for them, but we'll see. Who will who will they get to drink each other's blood under the banyan tree? How is she going to get the ring off? Didn't he design the ring so that if she takes it off, it slices her finger? Oh my god, Sophie! I forgot completely about that. You're right. How is she going to get it off? What if she loses a finger? Maybe that's the thing that's keeping her there is she needs like all 10 of her phalanges. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is just in terms of a woman coming to the Tommy Lee from the band Motley Crue. And he's actually, I think he's married or engaged to that uh, Brittany Furlan, who was like a comedian uh, on like YouTube yeah. or something. Are they, like that. Did they break up? No, they're still together because oh. yeah, there's, but there he's doing a Motley Crue tour. And then this week he accidentally, posted a what looked like a very posed dick pic and i just what was your i mean i don't know if you saw this or whatever and i don't but like i what didn't is, what see it, your, but i heard about it i heard about it like i i saw it because meditza likes to send me weird things like that and but she also said she said hey he has really skinny legs this isn't that big of a deal because i have thick legs so i think she was trying to like pump me up you know <laughs> um but but I almost felt sad about like the dick pic made me feel sad. Like he might not have gotten a lot of attention this week and he needed something like positive in his life. So he kind of accidentally lets a dick pic out there just to get people going. Yeah. Just to get people like, Oh, look at that. Look at that hog, bro. Like, you know, like he needed that. that. (laughs) Look, look, look. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But Tommy Lee, (laughs) I mean, he definitely is blessed in that department. From what we know, it could so, you, you know is, he, is it just the skinny legs? It, it might not be it, like the angle, all of that. I mean, but also as you get older, that that power of the big dong goes away. I think. Does right? it? Well, I guess I'm going to say erect- it does. Are you saying like erectile dysfunction happens? Well, let's throw that in there as well. Sure, but I'm just saying a lot of people don't want. You know, I hate to be ageist, but you know, if you're in your 60s and early 70s, the big dong doesn't have the power it once did in your 20s or your 30s. Because, you know, even though it's probably awesome for women or for guys to be with a big dong dude, you're like, but he's in his 70s. You know what I'm saying? Is that, I don't know, yeah, am I thinking I mean, about this wrong? I mean, maybe, maybe, but still, either way, it's, you know, it's definitely never a bad thing. Um, I always love to find out what you and or you and your dude and all that watched this weekend and this week. What did you guys dig into? Oh, did you dig into anything this week? Or um, we watched Prey, 
which that's the I predator think, movie right on yeah Hulu? it's the alien versus predator like prequel and i like don't care about those movies but like of course like my boyfriend does and i saw it and i was like <laughs> i i was like i don't care i don't want to watch this shit and then i saw everyone talking about it and then it got really good reviews and i was like fine it was pretty good um, I've been loving, I actually need to catch up on Thursday's episode, but I've been loving this season of American Horror Stories. So it's like the anthology, like American Horror Story, but like every episode is a different like little story by Ryan Murphy and it's on Hulu. And then I also, I can't remember if I ever, um, told you guys that I finished it, but the documentary called The Rescue on Disney Plus you, about the Thai cave rescue. I had like started it. You started it. You Yeah, I hadn't finished it when I told you guys about it. It was so good. I highly recommend. I was literally crying. And that's what I'm saying. Like good documentaries are possible. And Netflix ones are so freaking long and boring <laughs> and so drawn out. And this was just like one documentary movie about the Thai cave rescue. And it's so, if you guys don't remember what happened, it was back in 2018 when this team of, um, like they were like 13 average age of like 13 14 15 Thai boys that were on a soccer team they went into a cave like exploring and then the cave completely flooded it was kind of the start of monsoon season they got stuck in the cave for weeks and it was like this impossible rescue mission because it's miles I think like a three and a half hour journey through completely flooded tunnels so there's no air it's just water and so they're like how are we gonna get these like boys out they all got out it was like this amazing rescue mission they all survived there were some divers that were killed in the process of rescuing them which is oh, a tragedy. wow wait is this the but, one that elon musk was like called the guy a pedo in the in well the... he was like he was like i'm gonna invent like a little miniature submarine that'll get them out and that's not what happened what did happen i mean i mean it's not really a spoiler because it's like that's not it's real you know life, yeah. but it's real life but they basically um gave them anesthesia or put them to sleep so that they wouldn't be panicking while underwater and they had the masks fixed to them while they were asleep and kind of carried them through while they were asleep and then they would eventually wake up in the hospital out of the cave just it was like it's such a crazy story and i also really need to watch 13 lives which is the movie based on it with vigo mortensen and yes Carol. yeah so, they just yeah. premiered that and it's like oh ron howard directed that yeah, and it's supposed to be amazing. So, like, I really, really, really want to watch that. Do you uh, ever, like, go there in your mind of, like, what you would do in those situations of, like, life and death? Like, well, do you ever I, do that? Like, what would you do in that situation? One of my, I mean, yes, and I don't like to think about it because it, like, freaks me out. But one of my favorite podcasters slash YouTubers, Mr. Ballin, and he does true crime stories. And, like, he's just such a great storyteller. He has a podcast. He also has a YouTube channel. And I've been watching the series of his that's like places that you shouldn't go, but people went anyway. And there are like tons of, tons of, you know, stories that he tells. Um, it's a long series. He has a bunch of videos. Each video has like three different separate stories. And so many of them involve caves, like caves, caves, cave diving, like underwater. <laughs> caves, like, underwater caves. 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 And people getting like, stuck drowning like whatever it is i think that there's nothing more terrifying than the idea of being in a dark underwater cave like so many things go wrong so many things go wrong i just like hate it and like also like stories of people like getting just 
stuck in, you know, there was one story of this, you know, man that worked at a factory added to, it was, I think it was Bumblebee tuna. And he ended up getting stuck in the oven with the tuna and was locked in there and was, you know, cooked to death. Just thinking about like, I don't know, just the horrible places you can just one day you're like out enjoying life or just doing your job, you know, a dire situation um, and slowly dying. Very scary. scary There there have been a couple instances. I remember it was like two Augusts ago. It was like during pandemic. I remember the Taylor Swift album had just come out, the folklore. And I was like hiking in Arizona because I was staying with my parents. And, you know, Arizona is just so fucking hot. And I shouldn't have gone out anyways. And I have a really bad knee. And I remember I was listening to the fucking song with Boney Bear and I was really enjoying it. And all of a sudden I just placed my foot wrong. And I just like like I started falling down the hill and torqued my knee and I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. And then my thought was like, Oh my God, you're going to die to a Taylor Swift song. And I was like, even though I was I like, I really like anything this. wrong with that. No, I don't, but nobody's going to know like what song did he die to? And I was like, this is like the bony bear one. It's like one of my favorite songs, but I was like, how crazy is this that I'm dying to a, and, and then I stopped and like, I had to like drag myself cause my knee had popped Anywho, but uh, I'm so glad you survived. I think everybody's so so Uh, (laughs) you I was uh, I was trapped Uh, I could I thought about but do you ever I always think about zombies though like in a zombie attack oh yeah I would be the first I would be like the first person to die slash turn into a zombie like that I always say that I actually have thought about that a lot like I I think about it a lot and I have conversations a lot I'm like how would you survive in a zombie I think I always think about it because I'm so far from my family and obviously your family is like, you know, you would want to get to them as soon as possible during a zombie apocalypse. So I think about that, but I would be like, so the first person to turn into a zombie. I think I would go into it, like put your best foot forward. And then the minute I had to start running and like aerobically, I'm not like I can hike and like stamina, but if I had to take off in a sprint, I think I would realize pretty quick, like, let's just get it over with and get bitten. Like, unfortunately, yeah. like, I'd love to say I'm going to fight. I'm just not that dude. Yeah. And it just bums me out. Um, well, there are, like, the slow zombies and then, like, the freaky fast ones that, like, climb shit. Like, I feel like I definitely would have a better chance with, like, the slow zombies. But, um, yeah, definitely would not be outrunning a zombie anytime soon. And I also, but I yeah, trip so I, much. I just, tr- I mean, I know I would like, then I would get cocky if I was able to escape one and I would trip and fall and they would catch up to yeah, me again. Yeah. No, I, I literally think about this all the time. I don't know if I would be patient zero because like if that would have to come from somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I'd be able to hide pretty good for a second at least. I would surely, I know I would like get it. I would turn into a zombie and then just be in my apartment forever. And then like no one would ever find me or know. And I was like actually containing the zombie (laughs) disease the entire time, but like not intentionally. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, summer is just around the corner. So it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is 
is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Now is my favorite part of the show where I get to talk to uh, talk about our sponsors for this week. And we have two returning sponsors. Uh, I love both of these. And I think these actually kind of go hand in hand. We have Splendid Spoon and we have Just Thrive. And Splendid Spoon, you guys, they've sent me a, a couple orders now of just like a r- array of meals. And it's just awesome. And you guys, I especially love uh, things like Splendid Spoon, where it's healthy and you can just throw it in the microwave. Very little thing. Like it's, you don't have to cook. You can, you know, I can be at my desk working on pods and all of that stuff and just go in the kitchen, throw it in the microwave for a couple minutes. And I have an amazing tasting meal that is healthy for me and it tastes amazing. Um, so when the weather is warm, you can't help, but get out and explore. Um, and you got to make sure you refresh and refuel after a long summer getaway. So whether you're planning for the big summer trip or recovering from one, it's important to give your body the fuel it needs to feel its best with splendid spoon. You can enjoy a clean, delicious, stress-free meal in just minutes. Splendid spoon takes the work out of eating healthy by delivering ready to eat plant-based meals, smoothies. The smoothies are flipping ridiculous, you guys. And juices. I I actually had a smoothie. You know, like how I sometimes like Diet Coke. I mean, not even sometimes. I was at a Diet Coke and I I was like, well, better crack into one of these smoothies. And it was just as good as a Diet Coke. And I was like, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. Um, And they also have juices and they'll deliver it right to your door. They have like these recovery shots. Um, It's just so good. Um, So yeah, it's, they, they, they want me always in these things to talk about like how this fits into my routine. And it's like, it fits amazingly into my routine because my routine is so frantic and busy that it fits right in because this is the only thing it, it's like, it's so easy for me to make. And it feels like I'm eating something that is home cooked. You know, it saves so much time. Uh, I just, I love everything about it. And you get to choose the meals that you want. Each delivery, you can choose. And they have such a wide array of dishes. They have over like 50 choices. They're constantly rotating their their menu. It's insane. So it fits into any schedule. And there's a meal plan for everyone. You can just go on your website and make your choices. And then it's shipped directly to your door. This is the bad part. You got to take it from the door. And you got to put it in the fridge. 
And sometimes I'm like, can I handle it? But I've been working out. So it's been easier for me to actually do basic activities like that. Um, every single meal, and this is also awesome, 100% plant based, gluten-free, and GMO-free. So you can enjoy delicious dishes like creamy mushroom and spinach noodles, coconut curry, and the cauliflower tikka soup, which is so good. So good. Um, so you got to stay well-fueled this summer with Splendid Spoon. Get started today and save on an entire week of ready-made plant-based meals. So just go to splendidspoon.com forward slash so bad for $50 off your first box when you subscribe. That's $50 off at splendidspoon.com slash so bad. And remember, you guys, go check it out for yourselves. Like, I think you will really dig it, but use the promotion and also go check it out for the podcast. It really does help. I want our sponsors to always feel like we've got a nice audience that is willing to check out these things, but I totally, totally dig Splendid Spoon myself. So Splendid Spoon, if you're listening, please, please keep sending me the, it's so good. This, oh, anyways, okay, and our final one today is Just Thrive. Uh, I'm going to give you a 15% off promo code at the end of this, so just know that. Um, but I have been taking two of their products, and uh, one is a probiotic, and then one is this thing called Just uh, Just Calm. It's like a brand new product, and it has been clinically proven in multiple studies to help reduce perceived stress. I totally need that. Balance cortisol, improve sleep quality, and even encourage focus and flow. And for unbeatable stress management, I have been pairing it, the Just Calm, with the Just Thrive spore-based probiotic. Um, and this is why I do that. We've all heard the term gut instinct or the gut-brain connection, but that connection is more powerful than you think. Your gut and brain talk to each other, sending signals all day long. By the way, the gut-brain talk thing sounds like an amazing podcast. If I could get my gut and brain talking to each other, that would just free me up. If I, that would just be like one episode per week. I'm just, I take it easy and I just record my gut and brain talking to each other. Um, <laughs> the gut's like, man, are you even in there, brain? So a healthy gut isn't just crucial for immune and digestive health. It's also one of the best ways to beat stress long-term. By giving your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs to thrive, Just Thrive Probiotic not only supports your best gut health, it creates the perfect foundation for Just Calm to perform at maximum strength. And when your gut is happy and your stress is under control, you'll be able to keep calm and win the day every day. So like I said earlier, right now you can get 15% off this dynamic duo when you go to justthrivehealth.com. And use code so bad at checkout. And I'll put the link in the show notes. So make sure, and you'll be here in that, that, that spot all week. Thank you guys for listening to these. I know it is easy to fast forward, but I really do appreciate it. And the show appreciates it. Uh, the URL will uh, be up there. But the, the folks that just thrive, amazing. And I got to tell you, I've taken probiotics before. <laughs> I don't want to get graphic, but this probiotic, let me just tell you, it, it truly works. Truly, we're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> no, but like uh, I would definitely be like, you know, the first person that is turned into one from a bite. Yeah. Because that's, um, that's just me. No, I think it's a lot of people. I mean, I just do wonder like the people that are like cocky because I know there's people listening right now that'd be like, oh, I could totally 
like escape zombies. But the other thing about the zombies, because I used to watch Walking Dead until I realized like, oh, nothing's going to ever change. You're never going to be rid of the zombies. Is that like, how long do you want to keep going with it? You know what I'm saying? Like my whole passion is TV and stuff. And I'm like, so do I drag around like a VCR or like a DVD player that I can get to watch shit with? Like part of my joy in life is that. And that's part of the reason why I do get worried. I don't know if you ever think about the afterlife. I do get worried that like, if like, is there like cloud service in heaven? Are we still going to be able to watch? Like I have so much stuff I want to watch and the afterlife would be such a perfect time to do it. Like, are we going to even, but, but then my mom was like, you're probably not going to even care. And then I'm like, it doesn't sound like it's me then. Like, then it's not me. Wait, you know what's so funny? Jews actually don't believe in like heaven or hell or anything, but I have thought about the fact that, you know, when like Ruth Bader Ginsburg and like Kobe Bryant, like people will do those like drawings of like them, like hanging out in heaven. Heaven, Yeah. 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 I'm like, if I were in heaven and I think I've tweeted this before, I'm like, if I were there, like, I don't want to have small talk with you. I would just go up to my room and scroll on my phone for the rest (laughs) of eternity. And I would be happy. Well, that's, well, I mean, poor, that's what I said in the show that Rena's always like, thank you, Lois. That's Lois looking out for me. And I'm like, dude, if I'm in heaven, I can guarantee you that I will be doing my heaven shit. I will not be like trying to fucking like throw a bird Rena's way just to show that I'm there. No offense. I do want to believe that we all exist in some form of energy or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? Like we're probably bit like, let, let people go have their amazing afterlives. Like they, you know, we're tethering them to the earth. Like they're like birds all of a sudden and all of these things like, Oh, a bird always passes. And that's Lois. I love the thought of it, but then you're just putting your poor mom to work in heaven all the time. I know. I know. I do. I mean, I like that. Sometimes weird things happen and people are like, it was my guardian angel. It was, you know, so-and-so and and looking out for me. I think that's a comforting way of thinking. Yeah. My mom says that all the time. Yeah, Rena is not benefiting from any of that because, you know. By the way, way, if if, if Lois is the bird, you got to shit on your daughter and snap her out of whatever the fuck she's doing lately. Uh, I did want to, you actually just spoke of Judaism, that kind of, uh, I know you probably didn't watch this yet and you're probably behind a couple episodes, but I really, I think you'd write a great article on Nathan Fielder's The Rehearsal. Oh, especially, I, have, yeah, I didn't watch Fridays, but I'm caught you, up on all of the episodes besides You Fridays. have to watch, especially so as a Jew, you have to watch Friday's episode. Oh it my is God, so fascinating because it. it's about, he tries to introduce, you know, she wants to do Christmas and all that because she's like uber Christian, you know, Christian, the Lord is yeah. the way. And he wants to start introducing Hanukkah and some Jewish traditions to their son. And they, it is so fascinating. It is so, I thought it was so good. And next week, you guys, if you're watching this, the rehearsal on HBO Max is the season finale. It's going to only be six episodes. And I'm I'm almost in my mind. I'm bang- There's one line I need you to fucking watch to get your take on. They're talking about favorite movies and Judaism and stuff like that. And she name drops a Mel Gibson movie, which is just so on the nose for like comedy in terms of how Mel Gibson's anti-Semitic and and stuff like that. And I I just need you to watch it. But my whole theory is that that Angela girl is definitely an actor and that all of this is a rehearsal for Nathan. And it's I love that I'm like almost conceptualizing this like the show Lost, where it's so 
I don't even know if it's necessarily I know, maybe super we'll find out in the funny. finale, but she is like not real. Like there's no I, way. I cannot no accept way. that she's real. Wait, did you watch Nathan for you? Of course, every fucking episode twice. Like yeah, so it. if you if you love the rehearsal and haven't watched Nathan for you, like you have to do that. It's on yeah. HBO Max too, you guys. And it's, it's so good. I was talking about that on the Patreon of just like how you know, I don't know how familiar you are with the comedian from the 70s, Andy Kaufman, who died. Uh, there was like a great movie, Man on the Moon, with Jim Carrey played him. But he kind of like, it's like, I don't know where the, na- oh, in fact, I posted that photo of Nathan Fielder in the Nine Inch Nails shirt when he was younger and he yeah. has a big smile. And I just wonder, I wonder how, what, what Nathan, like how character, how much of a character that is. Cause you have to be really smart to do what he does. And he's committed so hard to it. But then you see that photo of him smiling in a Nine Inch Nails shirt as a kid. And I'm like. That's not the Nathan I know. You're like, where did it all go wrong, Nathan? No, not even, but I feel like he's I feel like he's completely playing with the audience. And I think it's such a fun thing to think about. And I, I just love, but you got your I'm telling you, you've got to the episode that I'm talking about is called Apocalypto. It's only 30 minutes, and you are gonna freak out. Yeah, especially I, regards I, to I Judaism. Have to catch up. I have to catch up on the rest of the Southern Charm, the new episode, American Horror Stories from Thursday, and then the rehearsal from Friday, because I'm behind on my TV. But yes, amazing show. Can I recommend a couple things to you and your boyfriend? Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm not Don't very good. Don't say the good. horror movie. No, is it out on video yet? Or, or Disney Plus? Because I do want to see that. Morbius? <laughs> There's a movie with Jared Leto. He plays a vampire. No, no, this is like, I think going to be up your alley, maybe even more than your boyfriend's because I don't know how much he, uh, and by the way, I still have a fucking Joe Burrow sweatshirt that I have sent you. I need that for football season. I have a fucking Joe, I've held on to a Joe Burrow sweatshirt. I, I need okay, it no. for football season. <laughs> I was just telling the Patreon how disorganized I am that if you see my room besides my desk, it is just stacks. It's just so gross. Okay. Hard Knocks on HBO Max. Yeah, it's a reality show. show about training camp for football. And you guys know. I watched I that. I already watched that. I don't see. I don't know sports at all, but I love Hard Knocks. You know that. Love it's, it. You know that it's Leave Schreiber who narrates. Yeah, the it. the narration. Yeah, yeah. He's like this Sunday, you know, like yeah. You know, I, that's the dream job is to do that narration. But it follows yeah. the Detroit Lions this season, and I just love everything about it. Like I'll never probably watch the games or the Detroit Lions, but I will watch every episode of this reality series. I love it. Yeah, no, it's a great show. Um, it's been going on for a while now. The Bengals actually were on two seasons in the past. They were on 2009 and 2013. It's a different team every year, and then you can't watch the old seasons. They like take them off of HBO. So can't watch the old seasons. I'm sure you can watch them somewhere, but not on HBO. And then they also just last year started doing in season. And it was actually was oh, fascinating. The, the team that they did in season last year was the Colts. And they had like a really great streak going. And then Carson Wentz, their quarterback, completely dropped the ball. Like no pun intended. He just sucked. And then they got shut out of the playoffs when they like really were a shoe in for the longest time. Did they um, show so that on the reality it. show? Like the aftermath? Oh of that? yeah, they showed it. They showed it. And it was like as depressing as you can imagine. Um, and also, um, what was I going to say about that? Oh yeah. So the lions, I haven't watched the newest episode, but I watched the first episode and I loved, I can't remember his name, but one of the players gave this like amazing, like pep talk speech. Yeah. Yeah. Like He's we didn't like, do good out there today, but we got it in us. We got, I, I love yeah, shit like that. 
he was like, when you're tired, that is when you have to work the hardest because everyone else is tired too. And you know what, if you're a quitter, you'll quit when you're tired, but like the hardest working, most successful people, I always say that. I always say that athletes are like so inspiring to me because I can't think of anything I'd want to do less than like wake up at like 5 a.m. and put my body through hell like every single day. So like, I just think athletes are very inspiring. And also in the NFL, I feel like a lot of athletes come from like, not a lot. Like they come from very underprivileged backgrounds. Very well, that's why often. I think they all sometimes get so screwed up because they get these huge contracts then. And it's like, you go from like this having standard of living to, to everything. World. Yeah. Having the entire world at your fingertips. But yeah, I mean, and the ones that really do make it and, you know, live how to like, or learn how to live with money all of a sudden and are responsible with it. Um, yeah, it's just like the most inspiring thing in the world. I just like think athletes are so cool. Well, it does give me an appreciation for it because I sometimes just uh, get so bored watching games sometimes with my friends. But the I always said like if they did like, man, if you do an in-season thing, I'd be watching sports every weekend because I would watch that reality show. And like I'm yeah, so obsessed with that. that format, you know, they're doing that with the Arizona Cardinals in season. So, the yeah, the Cardinals. And they, um, they're going to have some drama, I think, going on because their quarterback just signed this huge, huge contract, Kyler Murray. And then in the contract, they were like, must independently study for four hours a week. And it's like the fact that you put that in the contract. <laughs> must learn to read. Yeah. And it came out that Kyler Murray in the past is like, I don't need to study film. Like I know it all up here and that he like loves video games. So they actually had to put in the contract and it's like, why are you giving this guy? You can't even count on the study a 200 million plus dollar contract. I don't know. So it's going to be interesting. Um, they also have Deandre Hopkins, who is like one of the best wide receivers on the NFL. He, he actually, his mom is blind and I always find his story very inspiring um, so yeah, that'll be interesting. See, that's, that's why I, as the older I get, like the more, like you were talking about documentaries earlier, or even just reality shows in general, or these people's stories is that I found myself like reading less and less fiction and only nonfiction and watching less and less scripted television and more, because I think the actual reality of all of our lives is so much more fascinating. But when I'm, when I was younger, it was all fiction because I hadn't lived anything. I didn't have any awareness of the outside world besides books. But now that you actually get to live a little and see how many wild, interesting stories that people actually have. Yeah. Those to me are the most fascinating things of all of our experiences. You know, I completely agree. And I've always been more of like a nonfiction reader than fiction, but yeah. Oh, also Dan Campbell, the coach for the lions. He was the one he's like this big tough guy. And he was the one that in this, oh, like, he was doing the the exercises with them. Yeah. In the, and in first like his first like presser, when he first got hired, he was like, you know, we're going to break their kneecaps and then we're going to drag them and then we're going to uh, wring them by their necks. And everyone was like, oh, <laughs> like, calm yeah. down. Like, who is this guy? See, that's what I, that's what I like. I want, like, I, I would love a pep talk, like a football pep talk from like Tom Sandoval. I feel like he would That'd do it. Like, so funny. We're, we're the Beth. Come on, man. Let's do this. He would get so passionate. He'd be like spitting. He'd be yes. like, no excuses. Um, <laughs> also the lion and then he would be like, crying during it too be like I know. we he deserve literally, it he'd be like I just I love you guys I love you guys I want the best for you 
10 I, seasons. They say we're done. This season's got to be the best. You know it has to be. I, thought, I can literally picture it so well. Yeah. But the Lions were really, really, really bad last year. So that's also like, you know, part of the story is that they were really, really, and you have to be a bad team to end up on hard knocks. It's like one of the stipulations when they're figuring out a team, you had to have not made the playoffs the previous year and like all of these things. So that's like kind of the angle there is that, you know, they're really bad. And it's like, are they going to be good this year? Like, let's find out. Do they have what it takes? And Jared Goff. He was for he played for the Rams and they he went to a Super Bowl with them and then they traded him to the Lions and it was kind of like an awkward trade because he like found out he was getting traded and they like didn't even like give him a heads up. They were like shipping him out from Southern California to freaking Detroit. So um anyway, yeah, that's that's hard knock. Uh, hard knock, but I do write, I mean, and and especially the women listening, if you have boyfriends or I mean it's a perfect show, maybe to even and then they'll let you watch like a little Beverly Hills if you if you if you watch together, just something. Oh, also, this is yep. another thing that I'm not really into the Royals, you guys. People have tried to explain to me all of it so many years now. I appreciate fandoms though, but I watched this new HBO Max documentary that came out this weekend called uh Princess about Princess Diana. And it's all found. It's it's. There's no talking heads. Nothing. It's all footage told uh, directly through found footage, like other people's videos, uh, you know, or like news, live news reports. So it goes through like Princess wow. Diana and Charles. I really not known their story and how creepy it was. I didn't know Prince Charles was like 14 years older than Princess Diana, and they met when she was 16 for the first time. Yeah, is that disgusting? Yeah. And he was uh, in love with Camila Parker Bowles, who he's with now still the whole time. And I didn't realize how big of a scandal this was. And it, 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 the beginning of the documentary takes place with found footage of the night that Princess Diana and Dodi Faya died. And like, it's like people passing up like, oh, what's going on over here? Something famous. Oh my God, Princess Diana. And then they go back to the very beginning. I also didn't realize Princess Diana was one of the, like, they, she, they, she was called the people's princess because she would actually talk to the commoners and she would visit AIDS clinics and hug the patients before there was any yeah. kind of cure or treatment for AIDS. And I thought it was so, I I, I really was captivated yep. by her and this story and what a fucking dork Prince Charles was. Yep, he really was a dork. And yeah, I mean, that was, that was a big deal because um, people, there wasn't a lot known about AIDS at the time and people really thought that like if you touch someone with AIDS you could yes. get it. She was like going out and hugging them and yeah. She really was the people's princess. She was. And I didn't realize how jealous Charles was of her because she really inspired like she got the approval rating up for the royals just by, you know, being Princess Diana and Prince Charles got really upset because he's always played second best his entire life. Um, he won't probably get the chance to be the king. His mom's still alive. He's always been second best, blah blah blah. Yeah. I I know. I found it weirdly fascinating. I don't know if you guys checked it out, but maybe consider checking it out if you haven't. Um as we start winding down here, um this is interesting. Do you know this is before your time maybe a little bit. I don't know if you're a little kid. Were you Michelle Branch fan? Um, yes, I was. If I just breathe, that's Michelle Branch, right? Uh, well, it's like, no, no, that I don't think that Michelle Branch is, I mean, she had so many bops, but her famous, uh, songs are, um, uh, nah, like everywhere. What? No, ev sorry. Everywhere. All you want. Everywhere yes, where to me. me. 
when I, I close my exactly. eyes, it's you I see. Her and Vanessa Carlton around that same time had like just perfect bops. But she was married, you guys, or still is, I guess, officially to Patrick Carney, who is the drummer of the Detroit band, The Black Keys. And she, this is so weird. I'm kind of like so many different opinions on this. She got arrested for spousal abuse on, uh, uh, I think it was yeah. Thursday night, Friday morning, uh, because she slapped Patrick Carney a couple of times because they had announced their divorce earlier that day. And in the announcement, she says how devastated um, how devastated she is about this divorce. And uh, she had also tweeted that night before that my husband cheated on me and they have a newborn baby. And she was actually released early from uh, jail because she had to breastfeed her baby. But my question is, I mean, in her statement, she says, I am totally devastated. After three years of marriage, the rug has been completely pulled from underneath me. And now I must figure out how to move forward in her statement. Um, with such small children, I ask for privacy and kindness. But if he fucking cheated and she, they have a six month baby, I think two smacks is pretty, you know, like should be expected. Or am I in the complete wrong? I know we should never lay hands on somebody, but he fucking cheated. I, we don't know the story. Like, we don't know the story. So, like, I I don't know what to think at this point. But, yeah, if he was cheating on his pregnant wife, yeah, that's that's bad. But it's – I don't know. I don't know enough yeah. information to, like, really make a judgment. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what to think. But I'm wishing wishing Michelle Branch the best. Truly. <laughs> I'm I'm really interested in the, I just the the actual like I was like oh this story is like kind of interesting that the female gets arrested and it's like you would think that Patrick wouldn't actually I don't know how that stuff works and I'm sure it'll come out this week but man that's just wild and you know I mean yeah. I guess people are like it's like athletes well he's a rock musician he's on tour but that's still no excuse like if you want to be married be married if you don't don't um, uh, rest in peace to Anne Hayes she is still on life no she is not on life support anymore. Uh, but they had waited to find um, she was on life support until they found recipients for her organs since she's, she's an organ donor and they were actually able to find recipients. So her organs are actually going to go to good homes and help save other people. But rest in peace to Anne Heche, uh, who, you know, this is Sunday. So I think she'll pass away by this evening uh, at the age of 53. But actually, tragic. I was reading that she actually is already dead. See, I keep reading back and forth, Jovi. Like I, cut, I kept know. reading it's dead, like, and then I read that she was still alive because they were trying to find organ recipients. I actually got, I think, like it was brain death. It's an Us Weekly breaking news. Yeah, I read that they were keeping her on life support, but she was brain dead. Uh, but I got an Us Weekly breaking news alert like the other day, being like she's officially dead at fifty three. Um, so I don't know. I yeah. I don't know. But either way, yeah, she is you know it's no horrible. longer with us. Um, and yeah, it's really sad. And I know a lot of people are, um, you know, they've been really tough on her understandably. So if she was driving under the influence, yeah. um, and you know, a lot of people are like, if you don't know someone who's been killed by a drunk driver, it's like, I do know plenty of people that have been affected by drunk drivers. Um, and yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's a bad decision. And thank God that no one else was hurt. At the same time, it's like if you know her story and what she went through as a child and how Hollywood treated her even like 
it's hard not to have empathy for her. It's sad all Oh, around. I think you can definitely have empathy for yeah. her. Oh, yeah. No, it's like everything because some people are like, I have no empathy. She made a stupid decision. It's like, it's it's just a really, really, really sad situation. And she seemed to have lived a really sad life. Tumultuous life, yeah. Tumultuous life that, you know, hopefully I'm sure had bright spots. But overall, it's like she went through a lot and um yeah it's it's really sad it's sad um okay uh two final things uh kylie uh, has celebrated her 25th birthday amazing we're so proud of you kylie you've done so much uh what what my question to you though is she posted a picture of her gift which was a $355,000 purse uh did you see this yeah i did yeah yeah well i mean I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting older and I'm thinking about things in a different way, or even just like Dorit's robbery. Like if you got a $355,000 purse, amazing. But like, is the whole point of the purse so you can post the purse? Like, yeah. why are we posting these things that are like so ridiculously like at a certain point, maybe we shouldn't be, I don't know. Like what's your thought on like bragging about such insane wealth, like yeah, just like I, as a birthday gift. I think that that's, and I, you know, I'm a purse girl myself. I love fashion. I love, you know, nice things. That's just a disgusting amount of money to spend on a freaking purse that it just, it's, it's dumb to me. It's, 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 it's dumb. Even if I had, even if I did have that money, like, no, I'm not spending it on a purse. I'm sorry. It's like, that's just, it's a status symbol. It's, you know, I can afford this, so I'm going to show it off and, you know, I mean, you can buy six fifty thousand dollar purses for three hundred fifty five thousand. It's really, it's yeah. I just, I think it's the dumbest thing. And it's like, did you hear twenty five thousand dollars? So it's on Dana Wilkie twenty five thousand dollars sunglasses. Like, yeah. Who, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just I'm getting older. Like, do we still care about like I don't know? At a certain point, it like gets it like yeah. upsets my stomach. You know, I'm like, ooh. Well, especially, I mean, in the climate that we're in and have been in, I think since the pandemic, people really, really, really had it with like the Kardashians and people showing off their wealth. And right now we're in, you know, a freaking recession, near recession, if we aren't already, where people are barely surviving right now, barely getting by. The cost of living goes up like 300% over the past few years and the wages stay the exact same. Um, So yeah, I don't give a fuck about Kylie. Yeah, like, I'm like I happy 25th. I got to watch this now. 26, 20. Like you're so young. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch this bullshit for the rest of my life. And each like, are we going to ever live to see the day where she just gets a gift card to somewhere, you know, or just like a nice card? Like, Oh, it was a really nice card. Friday's gift card. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like that's the kind of shit I get. Um, okay. And then, uh, which then any new news you had broke the story uh, through your psychic ability about Pete and Kim's breakup. Uh Did you hear anything new this week? I was hearing that it definitely was Pete that did the breaking up because he was upset about the uh, being featured in the season two Kardashian trailer on Hulu. He was like, I didn't even really shoot that much yet. I'm featured as a story. Did you hear anything this week? Yeah. So I read that. I also read that Kim broke up with him because he was immature. So it looks like both camps have like put out <laughs> statements saying that they're the ones that did the dumping. And this is actually like a very common celebrity breakup tactic because you never want to be seen as undesirable as a celebrity. So it's like, you always did the dumping. You never get dumped if you're a celebrity. Um, I don't know what to believe. I don't, I, 
I don't think either side is probably heartbroken regardless, like I said. And I actually, I wrote about this also in my sub stack that like, you know, it was kind of just, okay, on to the next, you know, person that's going to get us attention. I think that Pete loves the attention as much as she does. He got a lot of endorsements and stuff out of the relationship. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to believe, but I also just don't think that it really matters because I don't think either one of them is like heartbroken or anything. Yeah, you know, I got to say, and this is weird for somebody that like talks pop culture all that. I didn't really think about it much this week. Like I was almost, there's more power in them being together where I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like almost kind of bucking the, like, oh, I can't believe they're still together. And now they're not. I'm like, oh, who cares? Like, I don't really even care in the sense, I mean, I care in the sense of pop culture, but it's, right. it wasn't something pressing this week or I wanted to find right. out tons more about it kind of, but I do want to know, is this going to be the season finale of season two? Will they have the season finale be the birth of Chloe's uh, son, Kim's breakup, and then some other bullshit, you know, Courtney, like fucking Travis. And that'll be the, Courtney the season fucking finale. Travis. Courtney fucking um, Travis. It's it's possible. It's possible. Uh, just keep um, so uh, and then finally, so I don't do you go into work now or do you still remote? Are you? Yes, I go into the office three days a week. OK, now, I don't know. Have you ever been let go from a job ever? Yeah, I have. I've been laid off before. It sucks. I, I was laid Here off. It, I was laid off during COVID from a job that I had 13 years. It was just horrifying. And I um, I like they'd let me go back in, even though it was remote to pack up a box of things. And I'd packed up all my shit and I'd never, I just put that box aside and I'm actually moving. So I had to read, like I was, and I finally opened up that box, you guys. And, um, it's, this is so embarrassing. I, I took my work's nuclear co codes with me, the nuclear codes for my work. They oh were in God. that box. And I totally, I was like, feel like such an asshole. I've had it the whole time. And I did not mean to take, it's an acting studio and I did not mean to take their nuclear codes, but I did. And now I feel such an idiot. Have you ever taken anything uh, from um, uh, accidentally? No, because you actually can get in, like huge trouble for that in corporate America. Really? Like if you download files, right. When you, you are leaving or whatever, and you download like classified files or company internal, whatever documents, like they can see that and you get in trouble. Could I get in um, trouble for this? That I, no, that because I took... it wasn't, if there's not like a digital trail, okay, then you're probably fine. But I know I have heard of people who, you know, I, I know of one girl that got fired and this was like a friend of a friend. And I heard the story like secondhand, she worked at a fashion company, got fired for some reason I don't remember the details exactly. And the, she was like in charge of like the product list, like this whole document with all their upcoming products and all the details <laughs> for it. And she went and wiped it all out, deleted everything like scorched earth. And I think they like, there was like legal, I haven't like heard anything about it recently, but I'm pretty sure that they were like, okay, we're suing her. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Good luck to uh, any former presidents. Um, uh, and then finally, we'll talk more about this next week because I don't want to spring this on you, but somebody emailed us wanting us to cover this new TikTok thing. And I had not seen this TikTok video, so I can't tell if it really is truly. It's 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 a new TikTok. And they're like, oh, you guys talked about soaking once, so you really should talk about this. It's called Vabbing. V-A-B-B-I-N-G. Oh, putting vagina on your, yeah. Putting vagina but, juices on your, yeah. Oh, so you do know. And it's like a, it, but it's no. a pheromone and it actually supposedly attracts people to you. That's so sickening. No, no, 
No. I, I put a little bit of my penis juice on my neck and it has not done anything Vabbing for me. <laughs> so vabbing, I don't think works. Soaking is definitely works, but vabbing, I think Sophie, and, and maybe I'm going to go with saying, it just seems like don't do that. Just use perfume or nope. something, you know? Nope, 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 nope. It's nope. solid. Um, Sylvie, what do you got this week? What's going on? Anything that we need to pay attention to? You remember you can super follow, which is like the Uber follow on Twitter for extra content from Sophie. Also, her podcast, So True with Sophie Ross. First season is there. You can down you can download all of it. You can listen to it on an airplane. Yep. And we're anywhere. starting again later this month. Okay, I'm so second season's coming. So catch up on yes. the first season. Yes. And the Substack as well, which we talked about. There's always because you went off on uh, Becca Mar- was it Becca Martinez from the Bachelor uh, Bachelor franchise too on that. What's her name? Oh, in my Substack, yeah. How yeah. she like had her daughter carrying around a dead bird and like and put it on social it. media. Yeah, and she like didn't realize that dead birds like literally carry diseases and like was like shocked to find out. Like it's so weird. And then she proudly put it up on social media, yeah, which is so great. Disgusting. So, uh, so you actually, the subject really is cool, you guys, because I actually get to learn things that I had no idea of. And I'm just curious to see the faux ship between you and Nick Vile grow. Over. By the way, I hope you get a book deal just talking about Nick Vile. That would be that great. Man. I hate that man. But we love you guys. So have a great week, you guys. And I will talk to you on Tuesday. And Sophie will talk to you. Make sure you follow her because she tweets all week and all of that stuff. And so much Sophie content too, you guys. Yes, yes. Thanks for listening, guys. Love ya. Betches.